everyone. My name's Chris Warren. My name is Matt Lopes. Welcome to the You Should Be Worried podcast. How the fuck are you guys doing? You guys killing it? You guys fucking, you guys murdering out there? You guys, you guys decapitating people? You guys fucking, you guys. We feeling excited? Feel, do you feel excited? Do you feel worthy of being on this planet today? I do, Matt, I'm a winner. I feel like a winner today. Oh, shit. No. I'm so glad you finally fucking figured you, it out. You know why? Why? Because uh, last night I went uh, to the casino. You went to the casino last night? I went to the casino. I thought you weren't allowed at the casino. No, that's the, our other friend. That's our other friend yeah, who can't go me. to the casino. <laughs> who, who I was with. <laughs> <laughs> he went anyway. <laughs> oh, no. And he's just like, hey. Um, what the fuck? I'll ven- there, if I put my credit card in the ATM, I'll get flagged. Can you just take the money out and I'll Venmo you? And he's just playing with your cash all night? <laughs> he made me all square. He venmo me up, so we were good. But it was so Holy funny. Fuck. But we had the casino, right? And I'm not... Like, he, he's a much bigger gambler, as we know. Yeah, of course. And so I just went, because, like, what else am I doing? It's Sunday night. We'll have fun. Yeah. And uh, so I took out, like, mon- not a ton of money, and I was gambling. And uh, apparently I have the magic touch. What are you playing? Know. What games are you playing? So I played uh, a little bit of roulette because I love roulette. What is roulette? That's the one where you the guess. spin the ball. Oh, okay, okay, okay. on what number, whether it's going to be black or red. Yeah. And so I lost some money on that, and I was okay. like, roulette's fucking stupid. And <laughs> that's the dumbest game if on If roulette Earth. was a good game, I'd be fucking winning. Exactly. And then I, I kept asking the staff, hey, where's the rocket game? Do you guys have the rocket <laughs> game here um, from DraftKings? And so then. So was this then Mohegan it, Sun? No, this was uh, MGM. In, in Foxwoods? No, no, no. Over, it's over in um, MGM Springfield, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. So like oh, okay. Well, no, yeah. okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so we start playing. Um, what are the things? Slot machines, uh-huh. like the ones, the visual ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was messing around, dude. I got the touch with slot machines, dude. Oh shit! I, I hit this one. I went to this uh, this Chinese slot machine, mm-hmm. and there's this like AI woman just staring and smiling at you. This AI Chinese princess lady. You kind of like drool over a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I kind of like. She's hot. She made eye contact with me, she and I kind of was drawn into the machine. I fell in love. <laughs> Can you imagine and, they put ugly and, women on those fucking machines? <laughs> you wouldn't stay. <laughs> of course not. But uh, my friend's like, no, that's a bad machine. Like, don't bother with that. I'm like, no, like, this woman loves me. <laughs> yeah. She would never let anything bad happen. Right. Dude, <laughs> the security. There's a level of security that's, that's I, uh, attached to her. I, I, I won like. $80 on my first spin. Holy fuck. With her. And I was like, hell yeah, cashing out. And then, uh, <laughs> baby, we're going to get married. We're going to get married. <laughs> and then, and then I kept, I didn't cash out. I kept going and I lost it all. But, oh, um, fuck. she betrayed me, dude. She betrayed me like every other woman in my life. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then I went to the high stakes cause I was down. I was down uh-huh. like, uh, $80 or whatever. Yeah. No, I think it was more. It was like 150. And Holy I was down like 150. So I was like, I'm just going to play like one or two more slots. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to put like 20, like I went to the high stakes mm-hmm. slot machine room. Yeah. And I saw this game that just said happy and prosperous. And it was a laughing Buddha. And I was like, come on, that's got to be a good sign. Happy and prosperous. That's right. what I want to be. So I just did all like my last 20. I said I was going to spend at the casino. I put all 20 on it and just did one spin. Uh-huh. I hit like not the main jackpot, but like a mini jackpot. Oh shit! And I won back like all one hundred and fifty dollars. Holy fuck! And broke even, and I was like, "Okay, I'm out." My friend just going crazy, He's like, "Dude, you're killing it at the casino. <laughs> you're winning. You're winning. You're you winning. were meant for this. You were meant for this." And I was like, "Only at the casino would me leaving the casino still down twenty dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. be me winning at the casino, right?" Like I still came out with negative money. 
Because with the ATM fees and everything, like, I still lost money. So many people like expect to go to the casino losing at least five hundred, six hundred dollars. Well, because I brought like two hundred dollars, and I was just like, once this is gone, I'm done. Uh-huh. I I'm knowingly <laughs> accepting I'm probably going to lose all of this. Right. But I managed to walk out with like. $190 at the end of the day because like I won it all <laughs> and back. you were like, fuck Cause yeah. I, yeah, because I was like down to $20 and then won it all back on the one the one roll of the, the slot machine. I was like, I still lost. <laughs> I still have 10 less dollars than I had when I walked in and my oh, friend's right. celebrating like, oh my God, you got the magic touch, dude. You're a winner. <laughs> we got to come back next And week. I'm like, how does me losing $10? How is this like, I'm a card shark now, I guess. I'm banned to the casinos. That's, that's so I the fucking, much. that's the level of marketing that they've, you know. Yeah. That's the that's the that's what they've given off. Because well, for a second, I really was like, "Oh shit!" Like I won one hundred and fifty dollars. That's awesome. Then I was like, "Wait, this compares." I was like, "That's less money than I've lost tonight, though." <laughs> yeah. That's still I'm yeah. still in the red. <laughs> like, right. and then that little bit, that little bit of money that you've lost, but after winning, like it's still just like, okay, well, if I got the one fifty, then I just got to go a couple more times and I'll get the yeah. whole thing back again. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe even a little more. That was, and that's how people like our friend just yeah. keep going down. Listen, let me tell you, I'm not going to say his name or say how much he lost, uh-huh. but he had a rough night at the casino. Fuck, dude. Gambling's so bad. I once lost, I lost $2,000 on DraftKings. Like, it's fucking, it's nuts. It's it's, it's incredible. I hate it. You like they have that that rocket game. Yeah, right? the rocket game's addictive. Fuck, it's nuts. Like one night, one day, when, like, when I first made the account, they're like, "Oh, like you're a new you're new to gambling." Like we, they we, they take your social security number if they if they see that that I don't know what they do, but I assume that if they seen that I hasn't I haven't gambled much of my life, then they're gonna be like, "Okay, this is the perfect opportunity. We're gonna we're gonna let this dude win a couple times, mm. and then once he's really into it, we're just gonna fucking keep taking taking shit from him." And so I just kept pl- placing dollar bets into the Rocket app, and then That'll it goes all you. the way up to a thousand. But like, it could go to a thousand, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, looking. And I think with my after like maybe try one like over a hundred tries, I won a thousand dollars off that app. And I was like, oh fuck, dad, dude, this gambling's is, easy. This is so sick. And then through that, after I got that one thousand dollars, I used um the what do you call it? I used the winnings to go into blackjack on the DraftKings app, casino app, and I doubled that to, from 1,000 to 2,000. And instead of being like, I'm up 2,000, let's fucking go, let's pull out and let go do something with it, I was like, I can get to 3,000. <laughs> and as soon as I, as soon as like I got to, as soon as I had that mentality, like it just fucking, it, they took, it took all my money. Dude, gambling's addictive. I see because I never understood gambling. Yeah. I was always like, this is so dumb. And occasionally, because like sometimes I would do shows at the casino or like right. had different friends that were degenerates would drag me to the casino. <laughs> yeah. I would like gamble here and there, but I never got it. I always went in with the mindset of like, I'm just giving up what X amount of money right. as just like what we're spending for the night. Yeah. But dude, I think because now I don't drink anymore. Uh huh. I have like that hole in me of like that excitement <sighs> we're drinking gotta, with. Yeah. So like last night, dude, I won the jackpot. And got like my hundred fifty back. I was like, I. That's probably the closest I felt to happy since I stopped drinking. <laughs> I got shit. so excited. I felt that's so dangerous. I felt so good, and I was like, we should come back next weekend, man. Yeah, but if you do, then you got to start talking to your uh, sponsor and being like, hey, listen, does this count as? All right, don't don't because <laughs> dude, if you're if you're if your sponsor was my sponsor, you'd be like, fast food. At any time is going to be Dude, a fat, listen, hard my, reset. My sponsor for you. tried a, 
hey, I think you should quit comedy for like two or three months to reset yourself because it's a bad environment for you. And I was like, okay. I'll quit right. you before I quit Yeah, comedy. I was like, <laughs> the only reason I'm in here is so I can continue to do comedy. Right. Like, I don't care about life outside of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I if I didn't have comedy to ruin with drinking, right, I would just drink all the time. Right, that would I would have such a better life. I'd just be drunk all the time, be having a great time being yeah. drunk. The only reason I can't drink is because getting it, a couple car crashes. It, yeah, is, it, the only reason I can't drink is because I'm horrible on stage, drunk, and I can't write when I'm drunk and hungover all the time. Right, but if if comedy was oh, off the shit, table, dude. like if comedy disappeared as an industry tomorrow, I would be drunk all the time. Yeah, I would be. I would work. Catch catch Chris not in his apartment but on the side of the fucking highway. Yeah, picking up bottles and cans to try to get some. <laughs> no, not, not not for recycling purposes, but for checking to see yeah, if there's any more alcohol. In them. <laughs> well, no, that's what's funny. When I was using, I made a lot more money. Holy fuck! Because the thing is, now it's like, I all I care about is comedy. So it's like, if my job wants to fire me, I'm like, okay. Mm. If all I had was my job, like if I didn't have a dream I was chasing, yeah, it'd be more important to me because like what else am I doing all day? Right. At my work, I'm slacking off thinking about jokes and like going on Instagram and posts and stuff and networking and everything. But like if I was just at my job and at the end of the day, like I'm just going to go home, like there's no thing I'm working towards, right. I, would, I would take my job much more seriously because it'd be like, oh, this is my life. I need to make, you know, a career. Right. I went to the, I went to, a, I got my physical today. Did you actually? <laughs> physical for the hold first on, time in on. five, four years. Four to, four to five years is the first time I went to the fucking doctors. Um, I'm so <laughs> proud of you, Matt. It was a hard time. Just so you guys it was know, tough. since I've met Matt, I've been begging him to go to the doctor. Just to get a physical. Just to get a physical. This is a big day. <laughs> and I got, I got there. It was a fucking pretty surreal experience. <laughs> I haven't been there in like a... It's, it has been years, and I get in there and I sit down on the on the patient like table recliner yeah. thing, and um, the doctor walks in, and I'm looking. I'm I I can see myself. There's a mirror on the wall that like shows me sitting down the entire time, and I'm just I'm just fucking staring at my body, and I'm like, oh no. Last time we were in a doctor's room like this, we did not look like this, <laughs> you know. How many years has it been? It's I think it was. Uh, I had to get a physical in order to go to college. Like in order to start going to college, I think, or something like that. So, uh, beginning of college, so it was probably five to six years. Damn it! How, <laughs> so how are we looking? How are the vitals, dude? Uh, every, everything's like okay. You know, she's still she's gonna send me to get blood work and shit like that. But kind of hot. Kind of hot. Nice. Yeah, yeah. New, uh, new, new physician is uh, she cutie? What's uh? What's well, she her? had a mask on the whole time, so I don't know like what's going on after. But like, <laughs> but nice but she, eyes. But she was like, yeah, really nice eyes. She was short. She was fit. What's her full legal name so people can... I know it. I don't want to say it. <laughs> I just blurted it out on the podcast. I didn't expect to. I didn't expect it to be like... I thought it was going to be way more. And she yeah, she did the same thing that all the other doctors do when you go and see a doctor and you're fat. They're like, maybe you want to lose weight? <laughs> she just assumed that I wanted to lose weight. Which I'm like, hold on. You're telling me that I'm not beautiful the way I am? Interesting. Listen, man, my whole career is built off being this size. If I <laughs> listen, doctor, beautiful. Listen, uh, <laughs> hey, toots, hey, oh, toots. If I lose this, I lose a lot more, too. I lose everything. You want to get into this week's topic, Chris? Sure. Okay. Um, let me try to figure out what the remember what the button was. Um, you can do it. This week's uh, topic, everybody at home, is babies. That's not. That's not a bad 
That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I might not work. It might not work with like other topics, like fucking monster trucks. <laughs> like that, that won't work in the future. But, but we're gonna babies. have to scrap next week's entire episode. It's ninety percent <laughs> about Grave Digger. <laughs> Grave Digger is a crazy name for a monster truck. Did Grave Digger be a crazy name for a baby? <laughs> Holy shit, Chris! Do you like babies? Are you a fan of them? Um, I'll be honest. Like children make me very uncomfortable. Do they? They really do. I'm not good with kids. Huh. Like, I don't really know. Like, you know, some people are good with kids. Yeah. Like, I have friends who, like, the kids love like them. Like, fucking, yeah. They're like a natural, like, right. uncle or whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah, yeah. I see a kid and I'm just like, hey. <laughs> you treat him like an adult? Yeah, no, I do. I do the same shit. I, I do the same I exact treat shit. I exactly like an adult. I'm, I'm like, like, how are you today? And, like, they don't know how to react because no one's talking to them like that. Everybody's talking to them like, hello. And yeah. we're like, sup, kid? Like, what's your favorite thing? They're like dinosaurs i'm like dinosaurs are fucking gay yeah how do you feel how about start the, crying can we start talking about climate change or something like you know actually fulfilling uh. to talk about I, I, it's cool babies are cool to me i like i'm not i'm the same way with like i don't know how to act around them like i'll be polite yeah i'm not gonna be like fuck you or like i'm, I'm not gonna like treat it mistreat them in any way i have a cousin who's uh currently pregnant with another cousin of mine well, I'm sorry, a cousin whose girlfriend, cousin has a girlfriend. Okay. And she's, they're married now, so they're both my cousin. But you can't say That's my not cousin. That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> no, they are. To be your in-law. Cousin-in-law is not a thing. We, we, in our Italian family, we just consider them cousins now, too. But but I do understand when you say my cousin fucked my cousin. <laughs> and now I have a third cousin, <laughs> <No>. Bruin. <laughs> We've got to stack I was the always cousins. thinking, I was always thinking, like, you have, like, when I see that they have they're having a baby together, I'm like, I could I could probably go fifty fifty on a person with someone. Fifty fifty person. Chris, you ever want to go fifty fifty on a on a little on a little baby of our own? We me and you should get a, <laughs> a civil union. What is that? It's um it, it's it's just gay marriage essentially. Okay. But like that's all babies are, you know. Like ba- all babies are is like it's a it's a fifty fifty. No, so let's let's get a civil union, mm-hmm. and then let's. Let's adopt a child together, and we'll just raise a kid. Raise a kid. What kind of kid do you want to get? We well, with science, we can probably get one that looks that looks just like us, though, right? Yeah, we can go. Uh, we can do splicer, dude, where they uh, manipulate like the DNA, and oh, you can shit. like take out and put in certain genes for your kids. That's dude. like a whole thing. Yeah, let's do that. Having kids is basically just going fifty fifty on um on a clone of yourself mixed with another person. Yeah. You know, but which is why I think that like when people are like, oh, don't fuck family. That's actually the government being like, you don't want someone who looks exactly like you because that's going to fuck us up. The government. Yeah, I get them confused. <laughs> they don't want to. You don't want a perfect clone. That's why you want to go 50 50 on the clone with somebody else so that it looks like you both. Because yeah, if it looks and also neither. If it you. looks too much like you, it confuses the IRS and they don't know <laughs> if that person had to pay taxes or not. And then but how, am I, how else am I going to fucking convince people that I don't age? <laughs> No, I don't. It's so good. You know what? We don't freaks me out about kids. Cause like I had to do this, um, like a month or two ago, I had to like watch my friend's kids. Uh-huh. She's got like two kids and she's like, Oh, I have to go like handle something. I'll be back. She was only gone for like a half hour, but she did the thing where like, I'll be right back. Can you watch the kids? And I was like, Oh wait. Oh. And she just left. She just fucking left. Like before I could say anything. And then it's just me with these two kids. And they're like <laughs> three and five. Like they're very small kids. And I'm like, what do you want to do? They're like, Paw Patrol. And I was like, 
All right. So I just like clicked the Paw Patrol. I just put on Paw Patrol and I was like, which is your favorite? And they're like, I like the dog. And I'm like, they're all dogs. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. They're all fucking dogs. Yeah. We're raising a real winner over here. Um, making fun of this three year old. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be the Dalmatian. <laughs> but no, you know what's funny is. Kids, you, I feel like people have no idea how to treat kids, and all kids uh-huh. want to be left the fuck alone. Yeah, they just that's want to be it, left in their it. own little world just, just in their no, mind. that's not true. I was left alone my whole childhood. Look how I turned out, okay? Don't this advise. is what happens when you leave kids alone. This what happens when you abandon kids. But, but no, it was weird because, like, my only thought the whole time uh-huh. was, like, and this has been any time around, like, kids where I'm even remotely responsible for them, Yeah, is, like, I just get worried that something horrible is going to happen. Like, I'm right. worried the kid's going to get up too fast and, like, lose his balance and hit his head on the coffee table. Yeah. And then start bleeding out, and then his mom comes home, and I just have to explain to her how, like, her kid's oh, dead now. fuck yeah, dude. And it's like, my bad. I would hate that. Like, That's I just, the they're fucking so, worst. They're so small and fragile. Like, I just get worried that they're going to, like, fall and hurt themselves at all times. Babies dying is really scary. Yeah. And also, babies that are born certain ways are scary, too. <laughs> Like ba- I, fuck you! Like you understand? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you, you see a, you see an animal with like fucking. You see a snake with two heads. You're like fucking yeah. Like that's just fucking cool. You see a little baby born with two heads. Man, if you had a two headed baby, would you still love it? It wouldn't. I would disown it. <laughs> like somebody else would be way more like likely to take care. That I'm not. I, I can't. I can't. No. No, absolutely not. Don't look at me like that. I'm not, I wouldn't do that. I would give it up. I would get up right away. But nobody else would take it. You understand that, right? Let's say it gets that baby gets everything that it needs. I'm sorry, they they get everything that they need, right? Because it's two of them. It's two yeah, people gotcha. and one. And so I give it up because I'm not emotionally uh, secure enough to raise that thing and everything that comes with it. If if they get bullied at school, I'm gonna be like, well, you shouldn't fucking have two heads. <laughs> that's how that's how it's gonna be in my mind. So I'm gonna give it up to somebody who can fucking actually deal with it and knows how to deal with it responsibly. Um, You're just going to leave it at a circus one day, just yeah. in a basket outside of Ringling Brothers and be like, goodbye. Also, also, like, you can't... If, if I was that baby, like, I would be so scared. I'd be so scared. If I was if I was that, that, that like, set of, a set of conjoined twins or whatever, like, that shit's so scary. Do you know that, like, what happens with when one of them passes away? Yeah, they both they, die. Yeah, because the dead body, it poisons the living body. And therefore, like, if, can you imagine being the baby that's alive that just, like, that whose brother or sister that's attacked you just passed away, and now you know that it's your time coming soon? That's got to be the scariest fucking thing on the goddamn planet. If you want to be worried about anything, absolutely anything about this show, it's, con- it's being a conjoined twin. Do not do that. Don't do it. Man, <laughs> what would you, um... Say no to being a conjoined twin. <laughs> Okay, now Matt, question for you. If you had a boy and a girl, right, what would you name them? I want to hear the boy's name and the girl's name that you'd give your kids. My girl's name would be Lennox. I think Lennox is a great name. Great, great watch brand. <laughs> it's not spelled like that, though. It's L E. It's L E N N O X. It's different. It's literally the watch brand. <laughs> Fuck. It's not even a good watch brand, it's like something you buy at Marshall's. If I had a boy, which I really don't want to have kids, if I had to have a son, yeah, I would probably name him. I think Ashton's a good name. 
Matt, dude, holy shit. What do you want me to do? Name him fucking, oh, Jonathan. Oh, fuck you, dude. So, fuck every, like, Ben, Chris, Matt, Mark, anything. Mike, those are on. all horrible fucking names. Hold on. You want to give a kid a name that nobody else really has. I don't give a fuck if it has bad connotation. But no, no, listen. The reason no one is named Lennox or Ashton is because they're ass names. They're horrible, dude. No, it's, not, so it's bad. not why. That's not why. It's because people would much rather be like, ooh, John is a family name. <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro. Dude, that's exactly why <laughs> they do that. Everyone wants to be like, these are my kids, Lennox and Ashley. <laughs> what planet are they from? <laughs> Dude, if there's a girl named Lennox, I assume she's a stripper in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Chill out. Uh, so, yeah, I'm worried about getting old. I know, I and I am. I, I I'm right with you there. I and, it, and it's, it's also comedy's like kind of a younger man's game. Not mm-hmm. like you have to be like nineteen. Well, that's what you think. Like it is if you're gonna get known. Like if you want to get known for no, like no. Well, no that's, here, here's you know? what here's what I'll say. I've just seen, and we all know these guys. And I'm not hating on them. I actually right, right. like a lot of these guys' comedy. Yeah, but there are those guys that are just like fixtures in certain communities, whether it's New York or somewhere out here in New England. Mm-hmm. They've just been doing comedy for like 20 years, and it just never yeah, really up for them. happened for them. Sure. Like, they get some good work. They are extremely funny, but just right. for whatever reason, like, they never got the fan base, or they never got the opportunity to do some of these things that would make them a full-time comic. And I just, I fear as I get older and I do comedy longer, like I never want to be that guy. You'll never be that guy. You'll never be that guy because at least you and like the, and they should also know like if, if what they're trying to be is successful, then they have to course correct. They have to be like, all right, if it's been this long and I haven't gotten to where I am, uh, what do I have to do now? And like then you fucking actually apply it. You're doing that and you're not even like struggling right now. So if you keep doing that on top of you like putting in the work, then it's just going to keep going. Well, and it's also you know? one of those things like I was talking about with um like trying to help other comics who like I think are funny that are my friends. It's like. Yeah. We all help each other in different ways. Like, you know, if, so, if I learn a piece of information that's useful, right. I'll share it and be like, hey, guys, this works. Or, yeah, hey, yeah. I learned the hard way. This doesn't fucking work. Whether, right. it's, whether it's like a way to approach a, a certain booker, whether it's a way to work a certain kind of audience uh-huh. or, or, or like anything, right? Anything remote, like this, anything about social media, like any knowledge I have, and they'll pass it along as well. And I think that makes us all better. Because like, it yeah. doesn't hurt me to give you a tip that yeah. helps you be better. Right, but people think. If anything, it is. I thank you for it, and then I trust you more. And if anything, if that ends up helping me to a point where I get go up a step, I have you to thank for that. Well, it's it's just like yeah, people have this notion that like you know, like in this scenario, like where people be like, oh, I can't, I can't tell Matt this like, which is usually not that big of a deal. Information people think they have these like gems, yeah, and yeah. it's like it's really not <laughs> that you didn't fucking discover- everybody knows the best joke goes at the end, bitch. Yeah, it's like people think they discovered these little gems, and it's like it helped you get one extra spot every six months. Like right. I don't think you need right, to right. gatekeep this room in fucking like you know wherever yeah. Wyoming. That it's yeah. like I'm the only comic that works the Wyoming room. I can't if I let Matt know about the Wyoming room. If I give him the Booker's number, uh-huh. he's gonna go do better than me, and then my career is over. It's right. like why? Why wouldn't I want Matt to go out to Wyoming and fucking crush it? Like I don't understand like why that would affect me at all. Yeah, and especially if I know that Matt's gonna do a good job, that only helps me out too with that Booker. Yeah, so. Fucking people are dumb. And then so it, dumb. also, if like my friends are doing well, right? It's only going to help me. If they're getting more opportunities, there is going to be some trickle down effect of that. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like I've already seen that with like, uh, you know, when friends, like, I th- yeah, I think you've been a part of this. So like when different friends can't make stuff. So if I can't make something because I'm already booked, 
but I got an offer or I got a, a significantly oh, yeah. better offer. Right. I'll be like, hey, but I got a guy who can and slide someone's number. Yeah. And and vice versa. People have done that. I've worked some great rooms because a friend of mine got a way better offer, had to drop two days before and was like, but Chris Warren can take care of it. And, yeah. and it's like, you know, it works. It's Dude, like, so sick. it works all around. It's I such a that. better system. I love that part of comedy. It's such a better system than being like, <laughs> I'm not going to help anyone. This is all me. I have to actually right. hope for everyone else to fail. I couldn't possibly push myself to get better. I just have to hope everyone else does worse. It's right. like, what well, fucking retard. So like overall then, why do you think other people should be worried about getting old? Is it because fucking times are coming? So get, get, get jumpstart on you, what you're here to do. Um, well, cause no, all jokes aside, like what I've been realizing as I'm getting older is just like, and not to be like, woe is me or fatalistic, Yeah. but as you get older, you do realistically realize that certain doors close for you. Uh huh. They do. And everyone says you can do anything at any age. It's never too late to start. That's kind of true, but it's also not, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there are certain windows in your life where that was the time to do that thing. And if you didn't do it, like you can try to do it when you're older, but you're, it's not going to be the same. Like you're not going to recap, like for instance, like just a wild example. If you never went to college, right? Yeah. And now you're 40 and you're like, I'm oh, going to go to college. fuck, yeah. It's like, yeah. You can. You can. You'll get your degree, but you're not going to have, like, the college experience you would have if you'd gone in your 20s. And then if you go to jobs and you're like, oh, yeah, I have a degree, but I graduated last year and you're a 53-year-old man, they're going to be like, all right, you were that guy in college? Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but like that's, I think that's the perfect example. Because, like, yeah, you'll get all your coursework. Mm-hmm. You'll get the same education. You'll probably actually get a better education because you're more mature and you'll pay attention. Yeah. But you're not going to have the college experience that helps you discover who you are. You're not going to be going to the parties. You're not going to be right. dor- living in the dorm. You're not going to really make many friends. Can you imagine living in the dorm as a 50-year-old with a roommate who's like 22? That's a great concept for a movie, Oh, dude. dude, they did a great show about that. Hold on. This used to be a thing when I was drinking. Okay. This brain blast. Uh-huh. So there was this show. Go, Jimmy, go. That I'm obsessed with <laughs> called Campus Ladies. Uh-huh. That was on the Oxygen Network back in like 2005 to 2007. That uh-huh. window. And it was this great show about these two women, and one of their husbands cheats on them and leaves them, and the other's husband uh, dies. And they're both, like, in their early 40s. And so they decide, because they've been housewives their whole lives, and their children are grown up and moved out, mm-hmm. that they're like, we're going to go to college. And so they go to, like, a California college. Uh, it's probably supposed to be, like, UC whatever, like, one of the state schools in California. It's, like, yeah, what yeah. it's based off of. And they go live in the dorms, and it's called Campus Ladies. And it's the most fire <laughs> show on earth. It's so good. And back when I was in my heavy drinking days, yeah. like in quarantine, I would uh, post like pretty much every day blackout drunk at like <laughs> one in the morning, uh, asking people, offering like $300 if you could find me where I could watch all two seasons of Campus Ladies. Holy shit. And no one was ever able to claim it. That's such a good idea for a TV show, cause, dude. Because here's the thing. I was looking for that show. Uh-huh. There's like three episodes on YouTube. But outside of that, it's on no streaming networks. Uh-huh. There's a place that says it sells the DVDs, but all the reviews I read said the DVDs never came and it's a scam. <laughs> and I, this is what I did. I, cause none of the actors went on to really do anything. It was right. like a small indie show on oxygen. Yeah. So I, f- I followed all the actors on uh, Instagram. Get the fuck out of I here. I messaged all of them. <laughs> Two of them got back to me. Holy shit. Um, one was the, one of the campus ladies, and she said that she had no idea, but thank you so much that you loved the show. And I was like, she was delightful. I was like, thank you. I love your work. Um, and then, uh, and then the, this other guy, uh, fuck, what was his name? It's, uh, he actually is an actor. Like he's, he's in some other stuff, like yeah, some yeah. bit roles, and he does commercials. Okay. Uh, his name's Amir something, and he was really nice. We had a back and forth for a long period of time, and he said, hey, 
I actually reached out to my agent who reached out to Oxygen Network. This guy rules. Uh, I reached out to my agent who reached out to Oxygen Network, and apparently what happened is Oxygen got bought by a media conglomerate. Yeah. And Campus Ladies, they the media conglomerate owns the rights to Campus Ladies when they bought the network but aren't doing anything with them. Like, they didn't license them out to anyone for oh, distribution. Shit, yeah. So it's just sitting somewhere in a vault. Like, no one, they have no intention to release it. What the fuck? So I've got to contact, like, fucking Viacom and petition them <laughs> to give me the files. I also, oh, you know who, there was one famous person on the show. Uh-huh. Guess who it was? A college pr- a person. I don't know who. It was Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill was on that show? He was he was the fat guy in the dorm that, like, was uh, sold weed. Oh, no. And I hit up Jonah Hill, like, nine times in the course of, like, two months in quarantine. Never got back to me. Never once? I literally messaged him every time. It's like, Jonah Hill, this is not me fanboying you. I literally just want to know where I can find campus ladies. It's your best work. Please just, I will, if you have a box copy that they gave you when you were working here, you? I will Venmo you. Send How me fucking dare campus you? ladies. You reach out to Jonah Hill to talk about one of his least known works. It was his best. Campus ladies rules. What are you, fucking Sean Evans? Get the fuck out of here, bro. Campus ladies <laughs> is gonna be a big hit. No one can't keep them down. You're like Jonah Hill. I didn't love you in Moneyball. I didn't love you in Wolf of Wall Street. No, he was fucking Wolf of Wall Campus Street. Ladies. Campus Ladies was fucking lit, dude. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching this week's episode of the fucking podcast. Uh, you know, we are, we're always out here trying to give you the best shit possible. So uh, if you would like to follow us on all our social medias, um, I'll, you can find me on Instagram at Matt Lopes. Please feel uh, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe on this video. Just, just engage with it somehow so the algorithm thinks that it's something that's worth worth pushing to more people. Uh, Chris, where, they, where can they find you? As always, this is Chris Warren. You can find me at Chris Warren Comedy on Instagram. Um, also, because it's coming out this Wednesday, uh, this weekend, you have two chances to see me headline Hell yeah. in two different states. So if you want to come out uh, April 14 at the Elbow Room in West Hartford, that'll be fun. And uh, if you want to come out to Nothing is Sacred Comedy in Brooklyn on the 16th, that'll be a good time. All right. And then you could also find Ben, uh, Benny Boy underscore 28 on Instagram and uh, his uh, his in the making stuff. Um, follow in the making everywhere and check out those sketches. They're very, very good. Ben, and anything I'll else you want to uh, say? I'll be on that show with Chris on Friday. Hell oh, yeah, hell yeah. Me and Ben are going to have a great time. That's sick, dude. Yeah. Well, you should be worried. Pod representing the elbow room. A fucking crazy, up, dude. They asked me if I wanted to be on that show. I said no. Um, thank you guys again so much for watching the podcast. Uh, I love you. I know that we all love you. So, uh, we'll see you back here next week. If you have anything you want to say about this podcast, either put it in the comments or message us. Have a great one. Uh, oh, hold on. Let me go, baby. I've never listened to this part of it. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye.